0: Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. During the second week of Lent, we focus our attention on another aspect of the Joel prophecy, return to me with your whole heart. To remind her to us that God, as he speaks to his people, is speaking at the level of the heart. That that the invitation to return to God is an invitation back to love. One tremendously beautiful, but also fundamental theme of God's relationship with Israel through the Old Testament is the the bridal theme, or sometimes we call it the, the marriage analogy. That Christ constantly speaks to Israel in loving terms as a bride, as a woman who has been variously faithful. In one of the prophets, when God is speaking to Israel, he references the, the love of her youth or her first love, the way that she loved God at the beginning, that when she first loved God, it was wholehearted that she was exclusively for the Lord and fully committed to God. But over time, that wholeheartedness was diminished, that, that other gods crept in, other interests, her heart became divided. And that through the prophets, this would often be the subject of God's rebuke, but also God's expression of sorrow. And the work of the prophets often in calling for a return was calling Israel, the bride, to return to her God in love or as Joel says, with her whole heart. Now, a a tremendously important thematic unfolds under that aspect through the scriptures, which is that of faithfulness. And this becomes for us a very helpful lens to examine our own lives, especially as we confront uh, the broken parts or the fallen parts of our lives during Lent. Israel often would hear through the prophets the word remember remember what the Lord God has done for you, or prophets reminding Israel of all the different ways that God rescued her from the Egyptians or brought her out into the desert and there fed her or gave her water from the rock. This reminding of the prophets, the thematic of remembering is so important for the interior life, for the spiritual life, and for the way that we're meant to live our Lent. Because there's a pattern that we observe all through the Old Testament that actually is very much our own pattern. For the the Jews in the Old Covenant, Um, fruitfulness of the land, uh, blessings of the earth, as well as prosperity in general, uh, multiplied flocks and herds, uh, many children, a progeny. These were all signs of blessing from God and God would bless Israel when Israel was faithful to the covenant. So this pattern, this set of um, sequences that we can observe through the Old Testament, when Israel forgot about God, She would tend to turn toward other offerings of salvation, other offerings of comfort, other offerings of provision. Israel would wander off to worship the gods of neighboring countries and wander away from her God. Israel would commingle with these other people and depart from the type of community of exclusive union with God that they're invited to by the Lord. Israel would wander away from covenant fidelity. When Israel forgot about God and about God's gifts, what God had done for her, she would become unfaithful to God. And in her unfaithfulness, and this is so stunning to ponder, she would become infertile. That the land would dry up, the herds would become stagnant, there wouldn't be children or there would be death among families. And so this cascade of bitterness arises from the moment or from the original stance of forgetfulness. That as israel would forget god she would become an unfaithful bride she would become idolatrous and also adulterous and that's the language of the prophets and in the idolatry and the adultery she would become infertile Uh, the stunning beauty to ponder there is that the reverse is just as true that when israel remembered god she was faithful to god and god's covenant of love when she was faithful to god the marriage bond, if you will, or the communion, bore fruit. And in the bearing of fruit, there was life. The land was abundant, the herds were increasing, and the children and grandchildren um, cascaded forth in abundant family. So we have this, this kind of dynamic that unfolds into which the prophets are always speaking, which, which frames the whole of salvation history, gives us a pretty good look at how to understand Jesus as we'll look at him during Holy Week as the the fulfillment of this promise of god to espouse this bride to himself we'll come back to that in greater detail but for now it's worth noticing israel as a bride as a woman called into relationship forgetfulness infidelity infertility the remembering of god's mighty works leads to faithfulness to god leading to fertility and fruitfulness in our own lives we find that same dynamic unfolding constantly when we just forget about God, if God isn't a part of our lives or, or we're not uh, reminding ourselves to put God at the forefront, we just tend to be unfaithful. We tend to do the sorts of things that we don't want to do but end up doing. We tend to move towards sinful things that we know probably we know better, but they just become attractive to us because we spent enough time not thinking of God. And so in being unfaithful to God, we experience, just like the Israelites, a certain infertility. Our hearts atrophy, our our lives kind of dry up, we begin to experience the bitterness and sorrow of a life outside of God. And so to pull back on the theme of Lent, a part of the reason of the repetition of the seasons, part of the reason of revisiting these themes over and over and over again, is because we tend to forget. We tend to, to drift off from what God has given to us, what he's said to us, what he's shown us, and we tend to depart from being faithful to it. Yes, the things that God has asked of us are demanding, He never promised us an easy way. Again, he promised us the cross, but the cross leads to life. We have to come back into this season over and over again so we ourselves can remember. We can remember God's mighty works and thus all be faithful to him, but also we can remember our tendency to wander off from them. That as we examine our lives, as we work on returning to God through repentance, we start to notice and really become familiar with the pattern of our own forgetfulness. And as we get familiar with that, we begin to recognize it before it's grown into something that leads us to infertility. We can, as it were, nip it in the bud. We can notice like, you know, it's been a little while since I prayed a morning offering. It's been a little while since I made time to, to reflect in silence each day. It's been a little while since I got to mass. It's been a little while since I went to confession. All those are going to become a sign for us that we're starting to dry up, that there's an atrophy here that's going to lead to some infidelity. And in the infidelity, there's going to be an infertility. We're gonna notice that our lives aren't bearing fruit, the fruits of the Spirit, especially joy, peace, fulfillment, contentment, the gentleness that flows therefrom. And so as we start to to work on covenant fidelity, fidelity to God, we're also learning how to spot the stuff that's gonna take us out of the type of communion that brings us joy. For this reason, we let Lent be a reminder to us, a reminder to us that we just continuously must examine. And in the examining, confront all the brokenness And in that confrontation, offer it back to the Lord, especially in confession and return to the Lord, not simply for the sake of fulfilling some obligation, but so that our return would mirror and perfect the pattern of the Israelites, that it would be a return, not just to a way God set, but a return to God himself, who is love. And thus to us, his invitation is to remember the love of our youth, to remember how good he has been to us all throughout our lives, and to return to Him with our whole hearts.